Hi everyone, we're doing a uh, one-off with the release of arguably the biggest film ever? In 10 years? In 20 years? This millennium? In a very long time. Avengers Infinity War uh, has come out this weekend. Uh, for full disclosure, I have seen it. Miss Mandy K. Ottaway has not seen it. Uh, so I'm here to not. 100% spoil it for her. No. Oh, I will kill you. <laughs> No, we're doing a, a brief um, setup of her expectations and hopes and dreams for it. And then we will be returning in a few seconds with her feelings once she sat there for two and a half hours watching it. So, Mandy, you are going to see it, aren't you? You have booked and planned and stuff. Yes, I yes. am going to go see it next weekend. Unfortunately, uh, my significant other is out of town this weekend and we are not allowed to watch it without each other. Okay. So I have to wait. And you've you've it's seen killing me. Uh, you've seen all eighteen films of the MCU. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have multiple so, times. Infinity War. Uh, your general excitement level for it. Where are you? Um, I cannot wait to see all of these characters that I love together in the same movie. Finally, that's where I am. Like, okay. Yeah. If if I didn't really love Joseph, I would go to see it without him. <laughs> but I do love him more than I love the MCU, but okay. I gotta say it's 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 close. <laughs> it's real close. Um what did you think of the last Avengers film, Age of Ultron? I really liked it. I think I liked it more than a lot of other people did. Okay. Um but the the introduction of Wanda and Vision and getting to see some character development there and some like growth from I hate Tony Stark and everything that he stands for to wanting to help save the world is fantastic. Um, and I just love seeing all of the characters together. That's my thing because I mean, like we just talked about in the Ghostbusters recording that I like being in a world with characters that I love and just coming back into that world. And for me, that's what the MCU is. Okay. Like, I just get to spend more time with these characters that I am emotionally invested in. So that's where I am. And honestly, I think, like, when I think of the Avengers now, honestly, the movie that I think about the most is Captain America Civil War. Because okay. that felt yeah. more like an Avengers movie to me than a Captain America movie. That, that was going to be my next question. What about Avengers 2.5? Um, yeah. That leaves everyone in a bit of dire straits. So, uh, And that's directed by the guys who then directed um, this Avengers, Infinity War. So did you enjoy that? Oh, I think Civil War is my favorite movie out of okay. the entire MCU. Okay. I I was disappointed yeah. by Civil War because it didn't stand on its own, and I expected all of the standalone films to stand alone. But that was the the right. one so far that even Thor Ragnarok you could have come in not having seen anything before it. Mm -hmm. uh, Civil War was a bit. Uh, I, I wish they'd allowed it to be its own film more. Okay. That anyway, makes sense. we're not here to talk about that. Uh, let's do a little bit of specifics. Do you have any expectations? Any thoughts? Any theories for Infinity War? I have no expectation other than I will love it. Okay. I uh, I don't really have any theories about Thanos because honestly, Thanos and the Infinity Stones have all been secondary to me as I've enjoyed these movies. Okay. And so I'm kind of, I'm interested to see how they're going to take 
all of these tiny little side stories that have been happening in this universe and bring them together in this huge movie like that I'm looking forward to. Um, But I don't have any theories about it because I haven't really paid too much attention to that piece. Okay. Um, I am afraid people are going to die. I am afraid people that I love are going to die. Specifically, I am afraid they are going to kill Captain America and then I will never forgive them. Okay. <laughs> Although why, I guess he's not really Captain America anymore, but he will always be Cap to me. Why, Mister <laughs> North Central North America? Um, <laughs> um, why do I think he's going to die, or why is uh, he my favorite? <laughs> both, both. <laughs> um, why do I think he's going to die? Because his contract is up, and he's already said he's not going to come back, and they've already <laughs> taken. Uh, his shield away. I mean, he's not Captain America anymore. You know, okay. and even in the, the the trailers and everything, he's not wearing his Captain America uniform. He's like all in black now. Mm. And he still has vibranium because he's still friends with Wakanda. But, you know, he's not Cap anymore. And so I'm afraid they're gonna kill him. Um, yeah, I'm... <sighs> I'm not sure if I would care if they killed anybody else. I probably would, but that's just the one that would devastate me. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, Are there any pairings you're particularly looking forward to? I am curious to see um, Natasha and Bruce Banner see each other again. Okay. Because I think I might be the only person in the world who was a fan of that pairing. (laughs) <laughs> like all five seconds of it that we got before yeah. he ran away. Like I'm a fan. I want to see those two together. Um, and so I want to see what's going to happen when they see each other again. Um, I am also a fan of Wanda and vision. Okay. Like, I know that's weird, but I like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic pairing. It, I just like the chemistry that the two of them have together. Right. And it could just be like Natasha and Steve have this amazing platonic friendship when they're together. And I mm. love it. I never wanted them to be romantic. And I'm so glad they didn't make it romantic. Um, and, and so Wanda and Vision are, are kind of like that for me. Right. Got it. Other than that, no. I, there are no other romantic pairings or I guess if we're just talking buddy pairings Thor and Bruce Banner together are amazing mm. okay yeah okay yeah I, I was most looking forward to and this is was just my theory going into it but the one when I thought about who I wanted to see on screen with someone else I want to see Chris Pratt and Benedict Cumberbatch that that just feels like a great <laughs> pairing to me I'll watch them okay. both in anything so <laughs> right that reminds me, I keep seeing this meme floating around. Um, somebody wrote, you know, if when Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch are on screen together, if one of them doesn't say to the other, no shit, Sherlock, they're going to be pissed. <laughs> and I think I'm kind of there. Like, that would be amazing. They're not going to do that. But if they did, it would just be the most, like, hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. <laughs> um. I had lots of theories going into it, things I wanted to see, things I was hoping were going to pop up and happen and pairings and all this. Of everything I thought was going to happen, only one of them came to fruition. Oh, wow. So. Okay. I honestly try not to do that. Um, I haven't watched most of the trailers. Mm. I think I've actually only seen one of the trailers. Yeah, same. Um, Just because... 
God, trailers spoil you on things. Like, you get these like five minute long trailers that give you all of the main points of the movie. And I hate that. So I try to go in as blind as possible. Okay. Um, and, and so I try to just, I, I want to enjoy it for what they wanted it to be. Um, I I kind of can't wait to see everybody. I, I feel like they're going to end up in Wakanda. And I loved Wakanda. I loved Black Panther. It's mm. probably my second favorite of the of the MCU movies, and so okay. I'm looking forward to seeing that again, and and having everybody be there. But yeah, I don't know. All I know is that they better win, and if they don't, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty easy, honestly. Okay. Good. Um, so we are going to be back in, well, arguably a few seconds, uh, but in a week, uh, to hear your reaction to it and to talk about some of the stuff that happened and what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, so yeah, I, I, I look forward to speaking to you in a few seconds. <laughs> All right. Talk to you then. <laughs> Hi, and welcome back. It's now two and a half hours, weeks. It's sometime later. The world is a different place. Mandy K. Ottaway has now seen Avengers Infinity War. So, yes, finally. Finally. <laughs> if you follow finally. me on Twitter, I'm suddenly like, hey, guess what? All this stuff happens. Um, and this is probably <laughs> the good point for me to say we are going to be getting into spoilers here. Um, I, oh, yeah. I don't know if you listened to our MCU-verse recording about this, but we got a couple minutes in and suddenly realized we were absolutely spoiling it, so we recorded a bit to go at the beginning. Like, oh, Crap. <laughs> so I'm going to try to remember to do this up front. Guys, if you are looking forward just to review something late and covering it, this is probably not the place. Uh, knowing us, we will get into details. Us? Never. <laughs> um, we wouldn't do that. Do you want to give me your general impressions, your feelings, what it was like for you watching and coming out of the cinema having seen it? Oh, so many different thoughts. So many different thoughts. Um... Okay, so my first thought, and this was my thought throughout all of the movie until I got to the end. So we're excluding the ending when I talk about this particular thought. This was a very weak entry into the MCU canon. Like, this was not the best movie that they've done. Mm, and I was okay. surprised by that. Um, they focused so hard on quantity of putting so many characters in and trying to do something with all of those characters that the quality just suffered. It was kind of weak is the only word I can come up with there. Okay. C can you speak to any examples of that or, or elaborate on it a bit more? When you say weak, what does that mean? I think we don't get enough development between new characters meeting each other for any of it to feel like it matters. For example, Tony Stark meeting Doctor Strange. You know, I mean, they meet and then the world is suddenly in peril and they're fighting. Like, we don't get that meeting that everybody's anticipating getting. The same thing, we knew that Thor was going to meet the Guardians of the Galaxy because they set that up in one of the other movies, mm. but he was there with all of them for all of five seconds because he doesn't want to hear anything they have to say because he has his own mission, so he's going to take the rabbit and steal the pot. And, and so there just wasn't enough actual inter 
personal conversations between everybody, even though they tried. Like, they tried to give every character a story of some sort. They tried to focus on every character a little bit. But because it was just a little bit, nothing felt complete. Okay. Interesting. But then the ending happened, and... Nobody's going to remember the rest of it because all anybody's going to remember is the ending, which was pretty bombastic. <laughs> it's been a bit strange watching all the reactions to the ending because mm-hmm. I, I did not sit there going, oh my God, all these people are dead. And I know like everyone has come out to this point of like, no, okay, so they killed some important people. So this is clearly going to be undone. But from the very start of that happening, it stopped me really enjoying is completely the wrong word but but it, like i said emoting with the the ending it just it feels like i don't know i've missed that reaction that i've heard a lot of other people having and i'm not sure why i kind of have had that reaction you know my first instinct in the moment was panic i guess is the right word like my heart was beating really fast every new person that died or you know went away or whatever i was just like no oh no they can't kill groot twice (laughs) you know like those were my reactions as i was going through it but then as when it was over and i got to sit there and process it i realized okay this doesn't make sense because there's a guardians of the galaxy 3 coming out there's another Spider-Man movie coming out. Mm. You know, there there are other pieces in the franchise that we know contain characters that they just seemingly got rid of. So I realized there's no way this could stick. So I'm really not that upset about it. And coming from a perspective of not knowing what's happening in the comic book world, I really appreciated the ending because you'd never expect the bad guy to quote unquote win. That's just not how these movies work. Yeah. Okay. So that's a really good thing to dig into. Uh, Thanos. Because uh, when we talk about films so often, I make a point of like, oh, there's a way of telling this story differently and, and making this person the, the like main character or something. If you treat Thanos as the protagonist, this is all victory. This is a good, solid film for him. (laughs) Yeah, I was talking to Joseph after the movie, and he said Thanos is the one who got the hero's quest. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, it was all from his point of view, and he's the one who, you know, had the, the missions, the quests to get things. He finally got them, and he transformed. Mm. And I was like... Oh, you're right, but I don't like it. My heart doesn't like it, and it hurts. It's kind of how I ended up on that. But, you know, thinking about it, it's kind of brilliant, because coming from an MCU movie, nobody expected that to happen. Well, okay, that's not entirely true. People who don't know the comics didn't expect that to happen. I always thought they were going to get to a point of, gathering all the infinity stones and doing something i didn't i think going into it, i didn't know it was going to be wipe out half of the population and that possibly could have been set up a little bit earlier what he wants to do with it rather than just power but you don't make an infinity gauntlet the like core thing of 
this film and hinted at in several other films and then not have it go off in Act 3. We talk about Chekhov's gun quite often. Like, you need to deliver on that promise at some point. Okay, that is fair. I think, from my perspective, I just didn't expect that to be the ending. Like, I expected, even though it's silly, because I went into it knowing this was a two-parter. Like, I know there's an Infinity War Part 2 coming. Um, I just expected there to be a resolution and not to end on the seeming game-changer. Because that's just what I'm accustomed to from MCU movies. Yeah. And and that annoyed me. I'm not going to rant about it because I've ranted elsewhere. But they <laughs> changed the title of the films. They said this is not part one, part two. Avengers 4 is going to be a different film. So it's not going to be called part two. And we will announce the title later on. And then suddenly it turns out it is. Yeah, exactly. Like they set me up expecting this was going to be a complete film. And I don't think time will tell that it is. But we will right. see. Um, no, I really liked Thanos in the in the film. I thought he was very well done. I thought the portrayal was excellent. I thought the CG was really good. Better than we've had in pretty much every other MCU film for him. Yeah. Um, this was the first time he actually felt like a real quote-unquote person to mm. me. He always felt very cartoony in the glimpses we got of him before. And that was completely gone yeah. this time around. Yeah, really good. Um, I want to return to something you mentioned about uh, thinking logically on the deaths and being like, okay, they're going to undo it or wind back time or something. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel about Gamora and Loki and Heimdall? Do you class them in the same thing or do you think they are separate cases? I think Loki and Heimdall are separate. I think my personal theory for Gamora is that her soul is in the soul stone. Okay. And so she that's how she can come back. I don't really understand the metaphysics of it, but you know, that's that's the only way I can imagine that she could come back um because she did die separately from everybody else, but also still kind of mystically because it was tied to the stone. Mhm. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. And I like that a lot because her sister's still alive and she has bonded with her sister. Finally, mm. yes. Now, I the, the comic book version of this is that it's Nebula who ends up undoing what Thanos does with the Infinity Gauntlet. So I, I am assuming they are not going to do that because they try to sort of confound the comic expectations. But I wonder okay. if that does allow Nebula to do something more. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's a good theory. Okay. Hmm. I also think Thanos is going to be the one to undo it. Oh, really? I do. Okay. Because he's going to feel guilty about it. Because wherever he is, you know, he was confronted with Gamora as a child again. And I feel like that's just going to keep weighing on him. And he's going to end up in a place where he regrets what he did. Even though what he did, he did from a place of he thought that's what was best for the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Or at least when he started his quest, he thought that's what was best for the world. Um, And so I do. I think that he's going to change his mind because of Gamora. But maybe that's too simplistic. Yeah. 
I, I'd like it to be something nuanced like that, but I'm not sure. I think he's gone past the point of no return. He can't now undo it. He has to be defeated. Or or they have to take the gauntlet away from him. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you could yeah, have uh, the next part with some sympathy for him or something. I mean, maybe, you know, I might be utterly surprised, but I feel like what he's done has been so villainous. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just so controversial. I know. <laughs> um, I I was struggling with this thought process while I was watching the movie because he's not wrong. There are finite resources in the universe, and there are more people using those resources than they can be replenished. And, you know, he's not wrong. But at the same time, killing half the people in the universe is mass genocide, and it shows no compassion, and it shows a complete and utter lack of regard for, I need another word besides humanity. Like universe sanity. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I feel like he should have been able to find a different solution if he wasn't evil. But his response to wanting to fix that problem wasn't evil. Does that make sense? Yeah. Doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Yeah, mm. I think so. Um, I mean, he had all of that power. He could have done something else to fix it rather than just saying, oh, well, the easy way is to just take half the people out of the way so that there are less people using resources. Mm -hmm. Create more resources, for instance. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Um, Before we start diving into proper thoughts and theories and what we expected and didn't happen let's touch on pairings you're a big fan of bruce and natasha you you made yeah that was a bummer yeah, you made a joke about <laughs> all, all five seconds that we got of them in the last avengers film i think we got maybe literally five seconds in this film hey yeah. hey we cool yeah let's move on <laughs> yep yeah i was very wrong in, in the things that I was thinking might happen in this movie. Mm. So, um, But on the flip side, you also like Vision and Scarlet Witch, and we got a lot of those two. Oh, we did, and that was wonderful. Yeah? Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed those two together. And I, I enjoy the position. Okay, enjoy is so the wrong word there. I appreciate the position that they put Wanda in of having to choose between potentially saving the universe and saving her love. I like that, especially since it's in an action superhero movie and you don't expect that kind of choice Mm. unless it's a woman being fridged. (laughs) Yeah, true. And then that's not what this was at all. Um, So, yeah, I did like that they finally, finally like textually explicitly acknowledged that those two were an item and we got to see some of that yeah the the opening sequence in scotland was quite nice um and and it made very good for the entry of cap um we got a lot of scarlet witch and vision 
Mm-hmm. When it ended and she finally did the thing and destroyed the soul stone, um, ignoring the what the time stone did, do you think that was a good uh, ending for that? To finally sort of force her to do it to save everyone? I think... I mean, yes, but I kind of feel like they should have done it differently. Like, there was a joke. I think it was Okoya who made the joke. Like, why hasn't she been down here fighting the whole time? Mm-hmm. You know, she is... We have been shown that she is one of the, if not the most powerful member of the team, apart mm-hmm. from Vision at this point. And she was completely sidelined by that love story, um, which... It's frustrating. I enjoy the love story because we don't usually see it, but it also sidelined one of our biggest, most powerful characters. And I feel like the logic behind what they were trying to get her to do, that because her powers came from a soul st- uh, an Infinity Stone, that she could destroy them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's fantastic. And they should have leaned into that a lot harder. And they should have had mm. her trying to destroy all of the other stones, or at least not one that's embedded in the head of the man that she loves. You know, let's start somewhere else that's a slightly simpler choice for her. Mm -hmm. And then let's see what happens. So I guess my answer is no, I didn't really like that ending because the story should have been (laughs) done differently. (laughs) Yeah, I like that idea that it should have been her going after other stones with them. Mm -hmm. Is she still alive? No. Okay, cool, 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 cool. (laughs) Good. Uh, Okay. I had lots of theories before the film uh, was released. Things that I thought, oh, I I bet this is going to happen. I bet this is going to happen. I'm looking forward to seeing this thing. Uh, Basically, only one of them came out. Um, Is there anything you were expecting to see that did or didn't happen? Anything you were pleased that turned up that you weren't sure about? So I was extremely, extremely short-sighted when I went into this movie. Like, I guess my brain just did not understand the scale of what this movie was trying to be. Hmm. And so like when we talked about potential deaths, I naively assumed only one main character is going to die and it's either going to be Loki or Cap. <laughs> Just one. Like there's no way it could be more than one. Right. <laughs> so I, I will say when Loki died, like right out of the gate, I was a little surprised. And then Heimdall dies right out of the gate. And then I'm like, okay, this is unusual. And then I'm thinking, but we're probably safe now because that's two characters people really like. And then the whole universe dies. So this movie so far exceeded my wildest expectations just because my brain could not handle that capacity, at least in forethought. (laughs) I just didn't expect it at all. Okay. <laughs> um, I fully expected it to be, I think, Iron Man who was going to die. Um, okay. And, and if I'm honest, I expect him to die in the next one. Like, fully expect. I, um, I'm not certain, but I reckon it's going to be he ends up wielding the gauntlet and undoing what Cap did will undo everything he's done or something. So, like, it will utterly destroy him all through history or something. Right. You know, I 
I can see that being the case because they have kind of set Tony up to be a martyr. It just mm-hmm. has never come to pass yet. Yeah. And so it, it does kind of make sense that that might potentially happen. Yeah. Doctor Strange giving up the time gem to save Tony. Um, Made absolutely it, no sense. Yeah. Well, given that he knows the one way that they can win means he knew the time stone was going to be given up. He probably knew that Thanos was eventually going to get everything. But that Tony needs to be alive for whatever reason. Oh, you know what, though? That actually Mm -hmm. makes perfect sense now that I think about it. Because he had seen all of the different ways. He had already gone through that, right? He had gone through all of the like 46 million Mm. possible outcomes. And they only won in one of those. And so maybe Tony had to be alive because he was in that one. Mm. I had not thought about that until just now. That that's why I was completely unfazed, and this might have been the the reason my reaction to the ending was a bit weird. Like, if they'd left Doctor Strange alive, I would not have trusted anything he did from this point out, because it was in pursuit of that one ending. Right. Um, taking him out of the picture now means it's still up for grabs what could happen, mm-hmm. but that he set things in motion. Yeah, which is good. Like it, it that suits the character. It really does. It especially suits a character played by Benedict Cumberbatch. So mm, absolutely. <laughs> um, I can't remember how we got onto that. Oh, the deaths. Yes. So the other thing that I thought was probably going to end up happening, what like when I'd thought about why we didn't yet know the name of Avengers Four, was I wondered if it was going to be like Avengers Four, everyone fights Captain America. And like part of the ending of this was going to be Thanos controls Captain America or he's the one who wields the Infinity Gauntlet and it's turned him evil or something. Huh. Okay. Now that's not come to pass. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. I mean, like I've said it before, Marvel has a fetish for making its heroes fight each other. So it would not have been a surprise in any way. It could still happen. Mm. We've got a whole other movie <laughs> coming <Yeah>. up. <laughs> I mean, they had to shoehorn it in here with like, oh, the Guardians turn up and think Iron Man and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange are evil. So they fight them for five minutes. Yeah. And then we all move on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they okay. definitely could have done without that. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I thought was going to happen is the one thing that did happen, which I was very pleased with. The Red Skull came back. Oh, you thought that was going to happen? I have been waiting for that for 16 movies now. (laughs) 15 movies. Wow. Okay. I was shocked when he popped up on the screen. Yeah, that's that's the one. Because they're not good with their villains. But that was a villain they got rid of actually quite easily. But by using the Space Stone. Right. So it's always been a like, ah, uh, in the same way Loki just kind of ended up floating in space. Mm-hmm. He could have ended up floating in space. I, I kept expecting him to turn up in Guardians or, or as as one of the Black Order for Thanos or something. It was okay. a slightly weird way that he turned up in this kind of Dementor thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. But that was good. I liked that a little bit. It wasn't Hugo Weaving, which was disappointing, but good to have the character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. 
Well, good on you. I That would never have even occurred to me. I think I've just been waiting for it so long. Yeah. The, the other one that didn't happen was a cameo from Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Yeah, I was hoping that would happen, mm. even in just the, the end credits, like the post credit scene. Um, but sadly, no, all we got yeah. was her little symbol. Yeah, which like it's made me super excited for her film to see, presumably at some point at the end of that, she gives him this cosmic pager and says like, if you ever need me, beat me. If, if, if the, the apocalypse, apocalypse comes, comes, beat, beat me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly, I'm curious about her now because like if the movie that we're going to see for her is her origin story and it's set in the 90s and Fury has a way to get in touch with her, where has she been for the last 10 years? Yeah. That's they, I really hope they address that somehow. They won't in her movie if it's, if the whole movie is just her origin story, like if they, Mm. they don't end it like now. Um, but I really hope that they do address it in the next Avengers movie. Because she's supposed to be in that one, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, this is sort of setting her up as the savior or the person who's going to come and do big things. Right. Um, but her link to this is supposed to be through the Guardians, so that'll be interesting. Oh. Hmm. Huh. Like, I think... There in, are no Guardians left except well, for the rabbit. Yeah. In, in recent continuity, I think she's been, like, the overseer of the Guardians or their liaison with Earth or something. Huh. Okay. Mm. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a few reactions to the film. Any characters you particularly enjoyed? You said no one got as, as much as you would have liked. Is there anything that you actually did like of what they got? Oh, gosh. I loved seeing uh natasha and akoya fight together Mm -hmm. that was just awesome and they need to do more of that yeah i have a a slight thing that it's still doing the women can fight the women and the men fight the men oh i hadn't thought of it that way you just ruined it for me (laughs) they they kind of do that a little too much okay well, but, but she's the only woman, though. Absolutely I mean, us. Natasha has been the only woman until now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they do kind of do that a little bit. Mm. Um, but what else? It was really good seeing them do the action stuff, and they got some good quippiness in they there. They did. Yes. Yeah. All of the Wakanda stuff was was good and enjoyable. It just came way too late for the most popular superhero film before this film. Yeah. <laughs> And ended up seeming a little pointless and wasted. Like, the whole thing with Shuri taking out the Mind Stone was just, okay, get on with it. Like, honestly, (laughs) I thought she was going to get it out and Thanos would still get it, but Vision Mm. would still be alive. Like, that's where I expected that story to go and was very, very disappointed that's not what happened. (laughs) Hmm. It was just using using more characters. We have to shoe them all, shoehorn them all in somewhere, like you yeah. say. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyone else you enjoyed? Any good either performances or moments? Tom Holland was pretty great as Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I still haven't seen Spider-Man Homecoming, but his personality and, and just 
the way he calls Tony Mr. Stark, it just kind of gives me warm fuzzies because he's just so young, but <laughs> he's so capable. I like mm. it. He is the perfect Spider-Man. He's what I've always wanted that character to come across as. And, you know, Tony McGuire was quite good. He's awesome, though. You really should see Homecoming. I, I plan to. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> um, it just hasn't happened yet. I'm watching too many other movies for other things. Yeah, true. <laughs> Can I tell you the thing that made me the maddest? Uh, okay. This whole Bruce Banner Hulk thing did not work for me. Okay. Like, at all. Because, oh, I wish I could remember exactly how I worded it to Joseph. Um, I was so eloquent when I was talking to him that night. <laughs> I, it, for starters, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, the, the whole point of the Hulk is that he doesn't have control. Although, they kind of, like, retconned that in Ragnarok. <laughs> Yeah, it depends on, like, <laughs> what they're doing with that movie at that time. <laughs> yeah. And and for him to just flat out say no when the universe is at stake, just it rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, Bruce is a wonderful scientist. He is not a fighter. Mm. Bruce is not an Avenger. The Hulk is an Avenger. Yeah, strongest Avenger, in fact. And it just, it really bugged me that they decided to go in that direction. Because apart from it not making sense continuity-wise, it was just, it was painful and frustrating. And mm. I feel like they did it a little bit for laughs. Because it, it, the first couple times when he was trying to make the green guy come out, it was kind of funny. Yeah. But then they just kept doing it. And then he never did. Like, yeah. I don't know. Are they saving him for the second half for some reason? Because Bruce Banner's still alive, right? Mm. I I feel like it's missing just a moment where they actually make it textual that Hulk is now scared. Hulk has had such a beating like he has never had before that he is now scared to come out and face Thanos. I, I feel like that's the story we'll get in the second one. But I'm adding that as, as a layer to what we're seeing. I'm not getting it necessarily from what the film has told us. Okay. Th so That yeah, would go a long way into making me feel better about it. Yeah. If, if Bruce had said, you know, I get this feeling he's scared because of the beating we took. Just a line. Yeah. But it was Bruce not understanding it, and somehow we're gonna have have to have that working out. And and you can't, you cannot do with Bruce the uh, Bruce and Hulk. You can't do the Smeagol Gollum conversation. <laughs> no, or, you can't. You know Norman Osborn and Green Goblin. You can't do that. <laughs> so may, maybe he will be split in two. That'd be quite interesting. Ooh, maybe fifty percent of him died, and it was the Hulk. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> um, the question on that, though, you you had seen one of the trailers for Infinity War, I think. I think so. Okay. Because the main trailer had, like, the end of it was lots of heroes running into battle against Thanos' army, including yes. Hulk. 
And it's just like, okay, they legitimately legitimately lied to us that Hulk was going to be in that fight. They actually did new graphics of it. Oh, you're right. It's quite ballsy, and I kind of appreciate it. <laughs> we complained about how uh, trailers often spoil it and give away too much. Actually showing me something that's not in the film, but setting up a bit of excitement for the film. That works. I'll take it. Now, am I crazy or... So in the trailer, one of the trailers, um, T'Challa is talking about Cap and he says, somebody get that man a shield. Yeah. That wasn't in the movie, right? I think it was. I think it was just before the big fight with Thanos' army. Okay. I feel like I'd have heard a lot if it wasn't. Okay. Because I know that was like the the main piece that everybody saw because the last we heard of cap is he got rid of a shield yeah and so for somebody to get that man a shield it's like oh captain america's coming back and i was really excited about that but i don't remember it being in the movie but this movie was very frenetic yeah true yeah i think it was but it was just in the in the build-up like when the army start landing okay okay uh So we've not mentioned Star-Lord. <laughs> That's because he was a useless piece of trash in this movie, and I'm pretending it didn't happen because I actually really like him. It's really weird how, like, everyone's ended up hating on him. It's not weird. It's absolutely earned. He's terrible in this film. He's terrible on several levels in this film, and then the thing he does is just the worst. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Like, he served no functional purpose. It's it's a really strange step to take for the person who is potentially the one who's going to take over the MCU franchise from Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Chris Evans. Yes. Like, Chris Pratt is the one who's likeliest. And Chris Pratt is the one who, on the poster, it is, he even says, like, with Chris Pratt, he gets the extra name at the end. Mm-hmm. But they've made yeah. everyone hate him, and then they killed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I they're gonna have to do some serious redemption on his character in the next movie, or and or in Guardians Three. Well, but he's dead, so he's, so he's done now. That's his story over, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Because comic book characters stay dead. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell that to Bucky Barnes. <laughs> oh yeah, he died again, and of course he was the first one that they showed us dying. Mm. Like that wasn't a like sucker punch right in the heart yeah <laughs> um okay i'm gonna move away from star lord i just wanted to see what your reaction to that was thoughts theories anything you're expecting to come anything you're looking forward to any out there stuff you've thought of for avengers 4 and ant-man 2 and beyond um i'm really really curious about ant-man now because mm. I mean, they explained why he wasn't there and they explained why Hawkeye wasn't there. But this movie, at least in real time, takes place after Avengers. So I'm wondering how or if they're going to address what happened at all. Or is it going to be one of those cases where it's actually set a year ago? You know, because we know that there have been two years since Civil War. So is this set somewhere between Civil War and Avengers? Yeah. Like that's I, that's the thing that I'm focusing on right now. 
I've heard it's going to be before Infinity War. But I really hope it's after. I, I kind of hope he goes back into action because his daughter and his ex have gone in the, the, the 50% killing thing. Oh, that would be terrible. It would be terrible, but it would be, uh, you know, an understandable setup for, well, why am I trying to go straight? I might as well just use this thing I've got. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's really all I'm thinking about. And we've already talked about my theory that Thanos might undo it, even mm. though I, I recognize how unlikely that is. It's just a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think we can all agree that somehow it's going to be undone, whether mm. it's the Infinity Gauntlet just fixes it or we go back in time. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's going to happen. And yeah. that's really all I know because they kind of, oh, what am I trying to say? They kind of exploded my brain. Okay. With this one. And so I don't even want to try with the next one. I just want to wait and experience it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, we've got two films, like 11 months. And then we're there. <sighs> that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a long time. But we still have a lot of MCU between now and then. Well, two films. Is it just two? Yeah, I think it's just Ant-Man, Captain Marvel, and then... uh Infinity War Part 2. Not Part 2. Part (laughs) 2. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. Uh, There will be some, uh, I I think, lots of theories about it. There's already been lots of, like, hot takes on should Thanos have done what he did and the morality of it and, you know, how bad is Star-Lord and (laughs) all of this stuff. Um It'd be interesting to see because, you know, the the survivors, are they still working as Avengers? Are they trying to keep some sort of peace and order in a world gone mad? Are there now ridiculous amounts of cults about what happened in this event and the sort of godlike beings that exist in the universe? Any closing thoughts on Infinity War? I don't want to (laughs) go. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's all I got. Nice. Okay. So that was fun. Thank you very much. We've got a while to wait until the next one. Um, And until we get there, you can go and hunt down Homecoming and get it watched. Yes, I will do that. I promise. I think that's the only MCU installment that I have not seen. Okay. I think. Particularly because we've got Venom coming out as well, which may or may not have Tom Holland. I assumed it would, but now who knows? Tom Holland and Tom Hardy. Interesting. I'll take it. So thanks as always for the amazing support. We hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, I'm sure we will be doing more as the the big films keep on rolling. We've got quite a summer of stuff. So uh, we may or may not do some further hot takes. Let us know what you think. Let us know your thoughts of what's coming up from uh, Infinity War Part 2. Not Part 2, Part (laughs) 2. Oh, that's a mouthful every time you say it. (laughs) Thank you and good night. Good night. Good night.